Awesome. Okay, I am so excited to be here with you guys today. Um, it's been, yeah, as, as Pastor Gerald was sharing, but um, being a part of even just this community, this church during my time at Stout um, was a huge blessing for me um, to eat some of that pizza and to be a part of the community here um, as well. And so, yeah, we had talked about this, I think, in September about me coming and sharing and it's kind of just an idea of, hey, yeah, I'd love to come and it'd be fun to talk with you guys. And now it's a reality. So kind of cool. So anyway, um, I wanted to share about missions. So um, yeah, kind of going to share a little bit about my experience with missions <clears throat> and then also why it's important, why all of us are called um, to missions and to be a part of that. And so, yeah, um, I'm going to go to the next slide to see if I can figure this thing out. There we go. Okay, so I, you guys are probably wondering, who are you? Um, so I am Mallory. I am from Minnesota, um, from Wilmer, Minnesota. So it's about three hours from here um, and not, not too far. Um, but on the left there is a picture of me up north in Minnesota. I love being outside, love nature, love canoeing, love being in trees and collecting leaves and all the fun things. And so kind of, you know, Minnesota, Wisconsin, kind of the same thing. Um, and then up there in the top middle, that's me and my three, well, my three of us, but my two sisters, um, my older sister and my younger sister. And then on the bottom, those three crazy kids are my older sisters. Um, she's been married and, um, for about seven years and has three little ones. Um, and that was Christmas time this last year since I've been home. So um, they're fun and crazy. And then that's my uh, mom and dad and my little sister, us hanging Christmas lights at our house. So um, kind of some fun memories, and just so you guys get a little glimpse of what my life looks like. Okay, and so, yeah, as, as you mentioned, I am also a Stout grad. Um, so I graduated in December of 2017, um, and I studied interior design and sustainability and Spanish. Such a weird combination of, of things, um, but really just amazing, kind of all different loves that I have. Um, and now I'm doing missions, so kind of hilarious. But um, here we are. And so I was in, involved with crew um, when I was at school, um, and I got really involved, um, yeah, I guess my first year of college, like the first week. <laughs> um, and so I grew up, grew up in a Christian home, um, but really... It, my faith didn't really come my own until I got to college. Um, really through crew, really understood the gospel and what it means for me um, and wanting to live my life for Christ. And so that really happened through crew. That's kind of how God chose to, to draw me to himself. Um, and so I was heavily involved with crew. The bottom um, right, there's a picture of me um, leading a Bible study with some girls, and I ended up discipling quite a few of those girls through the rest of the years um, while I was at school as well was part of the leadership, um, did a mission in Australia with crew um, for just a summer, and really um, my eyes just opened for the nations and peoples and wanting to go and the importance of going and sharing. Um, and so when I got back, I got involved with Bridges um, International, and I think you guys might know a little bit about that because um, we were using this the church for a while there. Um, and I think, I don't know, I guess Bridges is kind of not really happening right now with COVID and everything, but Bridges is an outreach to international students, and so it's part of CREW, um, but it is a different outreach, so not just university students, but international university students, and so I loved that, got really involved with that as well, and there's a picture of us on that bottom left-hand side, too, of just kind of a regular group meeting, 
um, on Thursdays. And so, yeah. Um, so a little bit about Crew, if you guys don't know. So it's a caring community that's passionate about connecting people with Jesus. Basically, we want people to know who Jesus is and experiment a life or experience a life with him. Um, and so, yeah, so I got involved with Crew and a little bit of the, of the past. So it started in 1951 in California. Um, and it was just a campus ministry, just reaching out to college students. Um, and it ended up now there's, in the present, there's tons of other ministries. Um, family life is part of it. Um, there's another, there's a whole bunch. Crew is kind of the big umbrella. Um, and so it's really grown to be not just campus ministry, but really like global ministry. Um, there's actually, I think there's more, yeah, Crew has a presence in more countries than McDonald's, believe it or not. So kind of crazy how it's grown and just how God has blessed the ministry, um, which is kind of hard to believe because McDonald's is like everywhere. But um, so, yeah, it's kind of our present and future. So Crew's vision is movements everywhere so that everyone knows someone who truly follows Jesus. That's like kind of a mouthful, but basically we want people to know Christ. We want people to have the opportunity to hear about Jesus. Um, so yeah, I was kind of working in international campus ministry. That was my um, area of expertise, I guess, um, but really just growing and, and learning how to do that. Um, and so the last couple years, I have had the privilege to live and serve in Peru. Um, and so I was doing campus ministry there. Um, and I'm going to share a little bit with you guys, too, about what that looks like. Um, and it was technically a couple of years that I was interning with Crew. Um, and so that was really how the Lord led me, and I never, ever expected to be doing that, um, let alone missions in, in general. Um, but he has led me and is faithful and continues to do that. And so campus ministry, here's a little picture of kind of what, what like a normal day would look like on campus. Um, just going up to groups of students and starting up spiritual conversations with them um, and just, yeah, listening to them about what they believe or don't believe um, and then sharing the gospel with them. And, yeah, that's kind of, we have some different resources that we use. So there's some kind of surveys that you can see in the picture up there, too, that we use. Um, and so, really, our focus is the Great Commission. So going to make disciples of all nations um, and those kind of three points crew has taken and kind of broken up into three kind of ministry focuses. And so the first one is winning. So going and introducing people to Christ. Um, and so this is a story I have here of there's three guys and the guy in the back was team. He was my co-leader this last year. Um, Jesus. And then the guy on the, I got to look here, left side, that's, um, Rai. He was one of our student leaders in Peru. Um, and then the guy on his other side, the guy in the red, his name is Joao, and he was one of his, um, I guess you could say, yeah, classmates. He studied with him in Peru. And so Rai was very involved with our ministry, always wanting to grow and go and share the gospel and learn more. Um, and he had brought his classmates quite a few different times to our meetings that we had, our Bible studies and things like that. Um, and Joao was like, very smart and so he had a lot of questions and was so curious about well, what does this mean and what does this mean and wanted to know more and more um, and eventually those three kind of got together and and they got to share the gospel with Joao and he chose to place his faith in Christ um, and to this day Joao still sends me text messages of hey how are you doing with your relationship with God how can I be praying for you and he sends me verses and things like that and it's like this is so crazy he didn't even know the Lord before and now he's 
doing that. And so that's just kind of one story that, um, yeah, I can share with you guys about winning. Um, kind of the second phase is making disciples, so building. So we want to create life-changing community. So these students, when they come to know the Lord, or when we meet students that maybe already do know the Lord, um, we want to build them up in their faith. And so that's us discipling them, meeting with them every week, going through scripture with them, um, praying together, just doing life together, getting an ice cream, getting ice cream, excuse me, Um, and things like that too. And so just kind of like welcoming them into our life, um, modeling for them. What does it look like to walk with Jesus? Um, and this girl, her name is Rebecca. I met her my second year when I was in Peru. Um, and she, just as much energy as you can see in that picture, she is that. She is just so full of energy, so full of life, um, and she just wanted to grow. Um, we met up every week, and we just got to do life and study, and I got to see so much growth in her, um, which was just amazing. Um, and so, yeah, she's now one of, the, one of our student leaders, even when we're not there. Um, and is part of leading the ministry, which is amazing. Um, And then this is another picture, too, kind of representing just the community that we have. And so um, this was actually the end of my first year. Um, We had a conference in Peru, um, and this was all the students that were kind of part of Crew Peru um, that we got to all get together and just have this awesome conference um, to just grow and just build that community within different cities as well, um, which was, yeah, awesome. And it was called Atrevete, which means dare yourself to be part of the change, part of the change that God is doing. And the kind of third phase is thinking of all nations and being sent. And so this girl, her name is Kati, um, and I met her my first year within probably like the first month that I got there. Um, And she had told me that she had never read the Bible before, Um, never had, yeah, never had really any experience um, with Christian faith. Um, And so we, I had been praying for her for quite a while, um, and then somehow we found out that we both like cheesecake. And so we thought, let's make cheesecake together. And so I invited her to my apartment, and we made cheesecake together. And it wasn't the kind that you bake. It was just the kind you put in the freezer. And so we had quite a while to wait for it to, like, get hard before we could eat any of it. And so anyway, so she came over, and I had lots of time to talk with her about Christ and about what it looks like to have a relationship with him. Um, and after, I don't know how long it was, but she was all for it. She wanted to have a relationship with Christ. and she, we prayed right there in my apartment, and she accepted the Lord, and from that point forward, we met up with her and discipled her every week, um, and I cannot tell you, I was absolutely amazed at the growth that, that I could see in her, and it was totally, totally Holy Spirit, not me, because I'm just a person, you know, I can help and be a part of it, but really, the Lord was just changing her heart and her life um, in so many ways that I couldn't even barely comprehend, um, and now she's actually... She's kind of taking a little break from college and is working with a local church that's planted by um, missionaries from California. And she's part of a Bible institute that they have. And she's actually praying about a place in the world to go and plant a church herself. Um, And so just to see the tremendous, I mean, just total change from never reading her Bible or ever even read the Bible to now studying it every day and learning and praying and yeah, it's just amazing. And yeah, I just talked with her last week. And so it's just really, really special um, to see her grow and change. And so you're probably wondering, what did ministry look like in a pandemic? Because I was still there when everything started happening. Um, but basically, it looked a lot like that. <laughs> um, a lot of Zoom, a lot of calls, um, virtual. Um, but it was actually really amazing. God just continued 
to bless the ministry in so many ways um, and continue to bring new people to like our calls. It was We would have tons of students that my whole team was like, do you know who they are? No. Do you know who they are? No. Well, cool. They're here. So that's awesome. And so it was just great to just be able to have this community and people wanted to connect. Um, and I actually ended up discipling, I think I was discipling about three girls and I ended up discipling like two more during the pandemic because they just wanted to um, be connecting and growing. And it was amazing. So God is not limited. <laughs> um, and so now I'm kind of in this season of transition from really being in Peru and living there um, for a couple years, interning to now being full-time staff with crew. Um, and so kind of really taking the jump of, okay, I'm going to be a full-time missionary. Like, what is that? You know, kind of crazy. I never expected that for myself. Um, yeah, just never did, but really trusting the Lord and really excited about it. Um, I was talking with Judy, and she was just saying, I mean, even look at your own life and what God has done in my life and where he's led me. Um, and I truly can do that and just look back and just see, wow, he has totally changed me from when I first met crew and and they were talking about let's go share our faith and I was like I'm never doing that um, ever because I'm like I don't want to do that I don't want to talk to people I don't want to be uncomfortable um, but now that is what I do all the time every day and I love it and so God has done some major work in my life um, so you might be wondering like what's Mexico like spiritually um, and yeah that's yeah great question um, very similar I think a lot of the countries in South America um, a lot of the students that we talk to are kind of would identify as Catholic, and I say Catholic because it's very just like a tradition. So their grandma goes to church, I go to church sometimes, you know, and it's not, it's not practice. It's very much um, religion versus like a relationship with God. Um, and a lot of the students, when we read John 3.16, they hadn't even heard it before. Um, and so it's just kind of like they think they know, um, but they're really, it's very works-based. Um, they could tell you, you know, who's Jesus? Oh, he's the son of God. Um, and then you ask them, well, you know, what did he do? He died for my sins. Well, how can you go to heaven? Oh, oh if I'm a good person. And so it's just they're missing the core, the gospel. They're just missing the gospel. Um, and so that's really, I had the privilege of being in Mexico for about a month doing ministry there. And so I got to see that there as well. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm headed off to next. Um, and so I wanted to read this verse. Um, yeah. That says, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Um, I think this is something that has been convicting me for many years of my life. Um, just wondering, what's my purpose here? What am I, what am I here to do? Um, and thinking about, our life is so short. It is just so short. Um, and so for me, after being able to kind of fully experience this life that we have in Christ and this freedom, I need to share that with people. I have to go. I have to share that. How can I not? If I truly believe this is that we have eternal life with Christ, um, I need to go and share that with everyone so everyone can have that chance um, to share and to experience that. Um, and so that's just kind of, kind of been a verse for me that has kept me motivated for, for doing missions. So kind of that's a little bit about me. So I kind of wanted to now talk about missions, why it's important, um, and things like that. And so... I wanted to just show you guys what, like, what do you notice on this? What do you see? Where does your eye go? Are you looking at the shapes or the, the countries or land formations or, or the words or the names of the countries? What do you notice? What do you catch your eye noticing? Um, 
when I think about that, you know, think when we think about the world, what are, what are we seeing? Um, yeah, and I just wanted to kind of, yeah, let you guys think about that for a second. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to, like, ask you, like, do you see this? Like, do we see people? Do we see people groups and nations? Like, am I just seeing a map or a geography, or am I seeing people that represent these countries? Um, or even just within our own country, you know, we have so much diversity in our own country itself. Um, but thinking about the world, what do we see? Um, and can how can we see the world more like Christ sees it too? And so here I have a verse, um, very well known. Um, but it says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. I think this answers that question, why missions? Well, it's pretty clear. <laughs> it's right there. Why missions? Because Jesus told us to do that. This is our perfect example that we can follow. Um, and so, yeah, I think I have kind of a few words highlighted up there, but going, taking that initiative, going, what does that look like? What does that look like for all of us? You know, it's not just me because I'm going to another country. No, we are all a part of missions wherever we are. Um, if we're in Menominee, if we're in Minneapolis, if we're in Milwaukee, wherever we are, um, or Texas or who knows where, but we're all part of that and making disciples, helping people to see what does it look like to live um, and follow Christ. How can I do that? Modeling that for them. Um, and then all nations, all the people groups, thinking about that um, and where and who we can reach out to. And so, yeah, where can you guys be sent? And how could you guys be sent? Or to whom? Thinking about that. Who's in my circle? Who's here? Who's here right now that I could reach out to? Who could I be intentional with? Um, yeah, I just want you guys to kind of think about that a little bit, too. And then, okay, después de esto, miré y apareció una multitud tomada de todas las naciones, tribus, pueblos y lenguas. Era tan grande que nadie podía contarla. Estaban de pie delante del trono y del torero, vestidos de túnicas blancas y con ramas de palma en la mano. Gritaban a gran voz, la salvación viene de nuestro Dios, que está sentado en el trono. Del Cordero. I just wanted to read that to you guys because this, even through my accent, this little glimpse is what we have of this is Apocalypses, or oh, that's in Spanish, this is Revelation. This is what we will see in the last days. You know, this is what we hope for. This is what we, what we know is going to happen. And so it says this in English. After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no number or no, no one could number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. What a beautiful picture is that. And that is what is coming. That's what we're going to see. And it's just amazing to think about um, all these nations that will be represented. It's just like mind-blowing. Um, and so thinking about that, how can we be a part of that, um, be a part of this, of seeing? This is like a tiny little picture of these 
different cultures or people groups that are represented compared to the huge multitude of what we're going to see and even hear through what I just shared, even through my accent. <laughs> and um, yeah, so kind of just wanted you guys to think about that again. Where could you be sent? How could you be sent or to whom? Um, and just ponder that, you know, think about the people around you right now. Um, thinking about the church and the missions that you guys are trying to do. You guys have so many opportunities. I mean, he was just sharing a ton about all these different ways to be a part of that, um, to be a light right here where you are. Um, and I think of even Bridges, that's part of the university, trying to reach out to international students. We have the nations coming to us. Let's take advantage of that. Let's be a part of changing their lives, giving them hope and sharing Christ with them. And then also like partnering with ministries and partnering with missionaries as well. Um, that gift that you guys gave me, I had no idea that was so sweet. So thank you guys so much. I was not expecting that. Um, but yeah, I appreciate it. And that's a huge part of what this is. It's, it's about inviting people into what God is doing um, and to being a part, of, a part of something that he's doing in another area of the world. Um, and so this is actually a picture of my team minus one girl because she went home a little early for COVID. But um, this is my team this last year. And um, yeah, I think this is my team that was physically with me there, but I had a huge other team that was part of it with me. Um, everyone back home that was supporting me, um, praying for me, that is my team that I have. Um, and we, we are, as missionaries, we raise up um, a team of supporters that can give monthly or one-time gift um, and that can be praying for us while we're gone. Um, and to be, you know, when I have those hard days or I have those tough conversations um, that I can just remember, I have everyone back home that's supporting me, that is for me, that is praying for me, um, and just be reminded of that. Um, or even when I have amazing conversations and I see someone come to know the Lord, everyone is a part of that. I'm, the Lord doesn't send me alone. Um, he sends me with a whole team of people, even if I'm physically going by myself. Um, so, yeah. And, um, yeah, I wanted to kind of just share this verse here that says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. Um, I think this is something that I've just held on to for quite some time. Um, but, yeah, God is, he's so good. He is, if, we seek, if we're seeking him um, and pursuing him, he's, we'll never, you know, we'll never miss anything that we need. He will always provide for us, um, whether it's a team of people that can come alongside you or if it's, you're going through a hard time right now, the Lord is with us, or if it's even us going and taking a step out of, okay, I'm going to do a mission, or I'm going to do this thing, and I'm going to talk to this person that I haven't ever talked to about Christ. Um, he's with us, and he will give you everything you need. It says that the Great Commission also, like, I'm with you to the end of the age. Um, he will never leave us alone. And so, um, yeah, wanted to kind of share all of those things with you guys, and I will, at the end, I'll have a little table out in the back, um, kind of by the door, just with a little sheet that you, if you want to be contacted by me, you can fill out your name or your email. Um, just write that on there, and there's some pens. And then I have little candies out there, too, that are from Peru. And so it's actually this candy that kind of tastes like a, they have like a purple corn juice drink in Peru, um, which sounds super weird, but it's really good. And so the candy, I kind of made it just sound not good, but it's good. <laughs> um, and so the candy kind of tastes like that. And so, yeah, so you can take some of those. Feel free to take a couple. And also I'm going to be around. I'd love to talk to you if you guys have questions. Um, I'm super available. Don't be afraid to talk to me. Um, and yeah, I would love to talk with you guys as well. Okay, let's pray.
Um, Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord, for um, just this opportunity to be able to share um, about missions and about your vision, Lord, for the world. When we think about Revelation, God, and all tribes and languages and people groups will be represented, Lord. Um, That's amazing, God. That's truly amazing. And um, I just pray, Lord, as we see that video and we see that missions exist because worship doesn't. Um, Seeing those numbers, Lord, um, those numbers aren't numbers, Lord. They're people. Those are people that are lost, that don't know you, God. Um, yeah, Lord, I just pray that you would just break our heart, God, for, for that, for them. Um, and just show us, I pray you'd show each of us where you're calling us to. How can we be a part of this? How can we be a part of bringing your light um, to those dark corners, to those places, um, those people, those nations, God, um, that don't know you? And, yeah, I just pray that you would empower us to do that, that you would give us boldness. Um, and just fill us with your Holy Spirit and show us what it is you want us to do and how we can be a part of that, God, Um, because we are all a part of it. And I just pray that you speak to each of us here today, touch our hearts, and just show us um, what it is that you're calling us to. Maybe it's something very different from what we're already doing, or maybe it's something similar but just a little different. Um, Yeah, I just pray that you would just touch all of our hearts, God, and just... um, Help us to live and just be a light um, for you and for others to be able to see you, God. I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.